So good morning and welcome to everyone. So it's just uh, reflecting on uh, just talking to Kerry, who's kindly hosting this session about uh, traditions, family traditions at this time of year and how we're finding ways hopefully of honoring whatever of that we wish to honor you know, through these through these uh, communication mediums uh, so we can mm, connect and feel uh, in connection with deep senses of what is valuable and important to us in this life. Mm. So I'd like to continue with the second of the series of three reflections on impermanence. And as is often the case when I'm contemplating offering reflections, I'm also contemplating impermanence <laughs> because the different thoughts, different, oh, what about this and a story and a, a teaching? Oh, there it goes. It's just... I sometimes call it chasing peas around a plate. So this experience or this facet or aspect of experience is uh, very pervasive, changing, impermanence, changingness of everything in this conditioned realm of experience. And uh, just noticing that, you know, uh, swirl of thoughts and wondering and, oh dear, and what will I say? And I'm not sure. And how's it going to be? And is this the machine going to work? You know, this whole sort of some sense of training ourselves over time, you know, again and again in different moments in many, many different ways of just tuning into that truth, that aspect of, of our life, of our experience. Really highly recommended by the Buddha. And a sense that the, the deep, the deep, thorough um, understanding and perception of impermanence is liberating. It's a liberating perception, a liberating understanding. And that's all this is about, you know, the ways we can attend and understand that free us from unnecessary stress and struggle. And, you know, this understanding of impermanence is something that perhaps it's always somewhat incomplete because of impermanence, if that makes sense. So, okay, I've got impermanence now. Right, done and dusted. Right, what's next? <laughs> so that the, you know, life and our bodies and our minds and situations in the world that we encounter, there's always these changing conditions and it's almost like layers, layers, maybe a lot of our life 
we can feel a sense of being in tune with the flowing, changing, and then something happens and it's like, oh, not so much. You know, beloved person dies or, and it just, we can't handle it. It's, we can't flow with that. We can't let it be that perception of that. Yeah, it gets grasped, it gets solidified. And then, then, you know, and that is very, feels to me very reflexive, very like a, has a life of its own, this this different ways that we permanentize or grasp and then we get rope burnt, right? The image of a rope being pulled through our hands we're trying to hold onto what can't be held onto and how so much of this is unconscious. And so the intentional reflection on the theme, again, it helps to kind of bring to, oh, holding onto this, oh, tendency to cling to that or oh, you know, uh, grasping after something, wanting it to stay, wanting it to not go. This is just, again, as always, these different themes we can take up and take care of and bring to bear in our meditation and and in our life, you know, as we relate and do tasks and things. And I was remembering a story I sometimes tell when I'm teaching on impermanence. Um, happened many years ago when I was visiting a village where I grew up. And so I'd been walking a particular path for at least 35 years. And this day I came on this path and there was a fence right across it. (laughs) And I remember, I mean, the memory of it is a little faint now, but it was really shocking. I was, it was like the sense of this cannot be and it doesn't it didn't fit my world right the world and the 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 sense of the world of of that moment just didn't include offense to that point (laughs) it it was so the held perception isn't it is it a perception that's embedded or like it's like in there and then you know kind of we don't realize that we have that sort of embedded perception or you know view of how something is or how a place is or how a person is and then you come and you're like bang god they're sick they're dying they've gone it doesn't it doesn't fit our perception of reality so that was a really big kind of teaching for me um and they keep getting these wake-ups, don't we? Sometimes very small, sometimes very, very uh, strong, very um, sort of dramatic in a way. So this practice, this is part of our training, meditation, in many ways that I, I couldn't, I don't have time to get into. But different ways we can just like open our eyes, you know, wake up to this absolutely pervasive, continual sense of change, which paradoxically only really becomes clear when there's some stillness and steadiness. So in the meditation, if, if I stop talking and we do a little bit of a guided meditation, um, the sense of 
So normally we're like doing and going and here and doing like we're not really knowing impermanence because it's almost like we are, you know, and then the mindfulness. It's like we're just involved in the doing, right? And then there's this sort of mindfulness. And then so it, just in the fabric of our day, I notice sometimes it's like I just I'm uh, going up and down the stairs or and just sometimes I walk along the corridor into the hall here and I notice the visual field changing. You know, the doors going by, sort of the floor getting the corridor getting shorter and different sort of, you know, oh noticing things in that room or, you know, this this sort of just as a really simple, small example of this this kind of attuning to the changingness of experience. And then in the meditation, again, so settling, if you want to, we're just fairly brief time now. But um, if you'd like to follow along with this, taking, taking a few moments to settle into a comfortable posture if you're not in one already. A sort of meditative stance, we could say, which is not not really any particular shape of the body, but is a way of allowing the body to rest from activity. Yeah, so so it can settle on the chair or the floor or be lying down or standing. So we're pausing from the movement and activity and doing this and then and we're then coming into posture, feeling the body sitting. Feel the body sitting, just gently beginning, tuning, gradual, gentle, beginning to Find some willingness to just bring some interest to the sense of the body sitting. Maybe feeling sensations. Maybe feeling a contact of the feet of the floor, the bottom on the chair, whatever. Wherever your body is resting, is, is, is in contact with whatever it's resting on. So just as I'm talking and I've let my voice be in the background and begin to allow the sense of your body sitting, very simple. So begin to let it emerge into consciousness, into awareness being known, begin to allow the body, whatever is there, whatever is here, of, oh, yeah, I can feel direct sense of, again, the simple contact points with the floor or the chair. Don't have to find it all. It can be, can take a while. Maybe taking a few deeper breaths, you know, stretching a little bit if you want, this kind of 
helping helping with the sense of okay, invitation to relax here. Just let go a little bit into the resting ground, body resting on the earth. Mm -hmm. And it might be the breathing is a helpful, steadying uh, place or perception for you, or it might just be the whole sense of the body, body posture, or the contact points. And not having to make any anything go away or be otherwise, we're simply tuning just for a little while to this receptivity of the experience of body. So again, we could stay with that for a long time. Feel free to <clears throat> stay with that or come back to it. I'd like to offer oh, a kind of image or image imagery for this contemplation of the impermanent changing nature of our experience. So beginning to feel, sense or imagine that we're sitting kind of settled back, sitting in a safe and a beautiful place by a river. I'm just contemplating the river and depending on how your mind is, you might imagine more accurately or just have a more general sense of river flowing, flowing. You can see or sense a flow of a river. So again, depending on how this works for you, you can imagine your whole being, your body, your mind. It's like a river. You can stay with the image of a river, you know, again, for as long as you want getting a sense of all that that is, if you've ever observed a river, if not, you can imagine. Noticing the different movement of the larger single movement and then all the little eddies and places where wind perhaps touches the surface or it ripples around a stone or all the variegated, differentiated either the whole sense of the river the sense of all oh, the different movements and patterns close to and further away and then sensing into our experience the immediacy of our experience of the body the mind, whatever, feelings, thoughts, 
as if it was a river. So again, you can play a little bit, moving back and forth between the river, imagining the river, and then feeling more directly, intimately, the being, body, mind experience. And then gradually maybe seeing if those two senses or perceptions start to mingle or merge, not having to make anything happen and feeling free to either stay with the river that feels calming and interesting or stay with the body and the mind and just having the intention to open to the changingness Changing, fluxing, vibrating, subtle or obvious, moving, slower, faster, in this world of experience. As we come towards the end of this guided meditation and session, just taking a few moments to notice if how you are, any beneficial effects, and maybe any particular aspect of the teaching, the meditation that you, you know, found helpful to be remember Thank you.
So as we shift mode a little bit and maybe if you've had your eyes closed, just opening up the eyes a little bit and really remembering it's perfectly possible to do a meditation like that with the eyes open. Very, it's different, but also really helpful and perhaps for some people actually that might be more comfortable or effective. So thank you for your attention. Thank you for your practice. And I wish you a good day. And uh, yeah, so um, Chaz will be with you tomorrow. And I'll be, be here on Friday. So take care. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.